prayers for education and prayers for life. Eternal and everlasting God, Prince of Peace, everlasting Father, my God, my Redeemer, faithful, true, and just you are. Thank you, God, for being exactly what I've needed and so much more. God, we thank you for an opportunity to commune with you. We thank you, God, for the grace that you've shown us. Thank you, God, for your tender mercy. We thank God for in those moments of frustration that you've been constant, that you've been the very peace that we've needed. Your peace is the peace that surpasses all understanding. We can't even measure your peace that you offer us. We thank you, God, for being the kind of help that we've needed in the midst of trouble. We thank you, God, that even when we want to throw our hands up and surrender and give up on life, that you have kept us. We thank you, God, that even in the midst of uncertainty, that, God, you have been constant, that you've been faithful, that you've been true. And, God, we just thank you that we have you as our Savior. We thank you, God, that you have been a healer in those times of sickness and disease and infirmities. We thank you, God, that you thought enough of us to send Jesus to die on Calvary's cross, that we can have everlasting life knowing that you raised him up on the third day. We thank you, God, for the gifts that you've given each one of us. Help us, God, to utilize them for your glory. God, we ask that you forgive us of our sins and the things that we've said negatively. We thank you, God, that you have yet kept us despite the things that we've done. God, we thank you for our families and we thank you for our jobs. We thank you for the resources. We thank you for our dwelling places. God, we thank you for the faith that you've given each one of us. We thank you, God, that you have allowed us the strength to go to our jobs and you've given us the ability to breathe and to move and to have our very being. We know that we can look unto the hills which cometh our help, knowing that our health comes from you. We thank you, God, that even though we don't have all the answers, we know that you are indeed the answer. And for that, God, we praise you. And for that, God, we honor you with the fruit of our lips. God, we've complained about this and we have complained about that. But God, in this moment, we bow down before you. We reverence you. We thank you, God. We exalt your name. We thank you, God, that you have been faithful. We just love on you that you loved us enough. That even while we were yet sinners, that you died on Calvary's cross for us. God, we just thank you for the word that each one of us have heard uh, from the pulpits. And we thank you for the leadership of those that, God, you place the very word in their mouths. We ask, God, that you continue to give each leader the strength that they need to proclaim your word. And, God, we ask that their public life be the kind of life that is the same in their private life. We ask, God, that you would lead them and guide them and that you keep their ears attuned to your word and to attune to your voice, that they will hear clearly what you are saying in this season, that they, they will give direction to your people, that as the under shepherds, that they would lead us and guide us in the space and place of safety. God, we ask that you would cause and eliminate any barriers, obstacles, anything that would cause your word to be distorted, that you will eliminate it, that they would proclaim your word, that opinions would be eliminated, 
God, we ask that your word would not be a platform, or that, that your pulpit would not be platforms, but it shall be a place that your word is proclaimed. And God, we ask that you continue to bring your people together, that you would unite the body of Christ that has become disfigured and disjointed. God, we ask that you would bring them back, that this valley of dry bones will yet rise again, that there will be a fresh wind of your spirit blowing on the earth, that there will be a sound of churches coming together and believers in the faith being united for purpose. And God, for those that don't know you for the pardon of their sins, God, we ask that they be drawn unto you, that they will yield to you. Your word says, if you be lifted up, that you will draw all men unto you. So, Father, in this season, in this time, we ask that you, Father, will continue to lead us and guide us and remind us of your love. Remind us of what a relationship with you is all about. And God, I pray a special prayer upon marriages that the communication lines would be clear, not distorted. We ask God that those marriages that are on life support, that you, Father, would resuscitate the marriages, that you would breathe new life into them, that those areas of frustration, those areas of pain, that you would be the very bomb in Gilead, that you would heal those broken areas, that you would restore marriages as only you can, that even where there has been infidelity, we ask God that your fidelity would show up, that your love would be exactly what's needed, that you would repair the breach, that you, kind master, wise counselor, that you would be what's needed in those broken marriages and broken situations, that you, Father, would return them to the very day that they said, I do, that the memory of the wedding will be the motivation to continue. And God, I ask that those children that are affected by divorce, that you would strengthen them, that you would help them through this transition, that they will know that you are yet present, that they will also know the love of their parents still exists. And God, I ask for those fathers that have left their children, those fathers that have become deadbeat, we ask God that you would prick their heart, that you would touch their heart, God, that they would return and care for that which came from them. And God, we ask that you would give wisdom to parents, uh, give wisdom to mothers to, to nurture, to care, and to not put their own aspirations ahead of that of their children. That fathers would not be absent, that fathers would not only provide financially, but they would also provide emotionally to their families. Let them stand in position. Let them be a present help, that they would be the security that's needed that they will be exactly what the families need in this season. And God, I pray now for our children, that those situations they're dealing with, emotional issues and hurts and pains and, and questions that they may be dealing with, with identity, the crisis of not knowing who they are, 
God, I ask that you would bring affirmation, that they would know clearly who they are, that they will walk fully in the who of who they are. And God, we ask that you would cause fathers and mothers to affirm their children, that even when the world does not affirm them, that the parents would give them the love and affirmation that their children need. God, I ask that you would walk through schools, that you would eliminate the spirit of bully. God, I ask that you would cut off the very head of the enemy. Every attack that the enemy seeks to bring and to uh, create suicidal thoughts and suicidal uh, consideration, we ask by the spirit of the Holy Ghost that you, Father, would cut off the very head of the enemy, silence his voice, that you would arrest his strategies, eliminate the schemes that he seeks to implement. And God, we ask that you would touch the very hearts of teachers, that they would be vigilant, that they would see those things that need to be seen and step in, intercede, intervene, disrupt, overtake, pluck up, destroy the very root of issues before they get out of hand. God, for student resource officers, I ask God that they will be on guard, that even in this moment, that any any ploy, any plot to enter and to bring a weapon, that that very scheme would be dispelled, revealed, stopped, eliminated. God, I ask right now that there be no overdoses in schools, that there be no violence, there be no uh, issues, that you, Father, will walk the very halls of the schools in classrooms, in cafeterias, in bathrooms, playgrounds, in computer labs, in any areas of the school, libraries, that you will be on school buses, that you would help bus drivers to be vigilant, to be attentive, to be not distracted. God, I ask that your divine protection would be in full supply. We know that you are present help in a time of trouble. And for that, God, we're grateful. And God, I ask for that person that may be listening to this, that if they don't know you as their Savior, that there's no better time than now. That God, that when they are at their wit's end, when they find they're at the end of their rope, ask God that you would be their Savior that you will speak to their circumstances, that God, if there's a financial need, God, I know you're an all-sufficient one, that there is no lack in you. So God, right now, meet the needs of your people. Give them wisdom and knowledge and understanding. God, I ask you to protect our children and protect families as only you can. Strengthen churches to save this generation, that there will be a clarion call to save our young people that there be a clarion call that is answered, that they will do and implement things of old, vacation Bible school, youth revival, all the things that help us develop our relationship. God, reestablish. Let there be a revival of focus on this generation. God, we just thank you that you're already doing a work. So God, we ask that you would shake up what needs to be shaked up. 
that those that are called to minister would minister. Those that's called to preach would preach. Those that's called to evangelize would evangelize. Those that's called to be prophets and, and teachers and apostles, that they will stand in their very office and do the work of ministry. God, now is the time and we come right now to say thank you. And God, we ask that you will continue to give us our marching orders, that we shall walk it out, that we shall fulfill that which you call us to do, because we know that it is critical, that it is crucial that we abide by your word. God, it is your word that we've hid in our hearts, that we will not sin against you. Help us, God, to fulfill the Great Commission. Help us, God, to walk there in the vac- vocation that you've given us, that when it's all said and done, that we can say that we have fought a good fight, that we have finished our course, and there is laid up for us. So, God, we thank you that there is a crown of righteousness that's set aside for us. It is our desire, God, that we will run this race to obtain a prize that when it's all said and done that your words to us will be well done thy good and faithful servant help us to have a heart of a servant to serve you God according to what you've assigned to our hands and God we thank you for this moment and we praise you and God we ask that you will go to the highest office of the land that you will speak wise counsel that they will turn to you for guidance, that the very word of God will be the guide that they will listen to and that they will abide by, not selfish desires. Go to the very root of evil and eliminate it, uproot it, and destroy it. Go to court systems and justice systems and let your law, let your justice prevail. Go walk through those places of government Show yourself strong. Show yourself mighty. Walk into businesses that they would operate accordingly, not underhandedly. That they will operate ethically. God asks that you walk through hospitals, that your presence would be felt. That you would enter operating rooms and sick rooms and that you would let your presence be felt experienced that you, Father, would be what's needed in those spaces and places, that it is your breath that fills the oxygen tanks, that it is your blood that fills those that need a transfusion. God, step in, operate, fulfill, be what's needed. And God, when it's all said and done, we do give you praise. We do give you honor. It is in that precious name of Jesus that we do pray all of this. Amen and amen.